Welcome to the Program Yourself Thin Podcast with your host, Jim Katsoulis. I'm gonna show you how to master your weight once and for all. Start using powerful mindset-focused strategies to lose weight and live in the body of your dreams. Tune in each week for new episodes. Hey, this is Jim Katsoulis with the Program Yourself Thin Podcast. And today I wanna talk to you about how to choose the perfect weight because uh, this is one of those things that a lot of people just assume they know, um, but they don't give it a lot of thought, and it's really important. So one of the first reasons is that the weight that you choose has a huge impact on your motivation. So if you find yourself kind of starting out strong and then kind of losing, you know, kind of focus or motivation, there's a good chance that right off the bat, your the goal number that you picked, uh, the goal weight is not the right one for you. Uh, so as we get into it, I'm going to ask, I'm going to show you how to choose this in, in a moment here. Um, but first, let's just talk a little bit about weight because it's important to understand that your weight is a means to an end. Okay, so another way to put that is that um, when it comes to motivation, there's extrinsic motivations and in- intrinsic motivations. So intrinsic motivations are the things that truly motivate us, the things we're really after, um, to feel happy, to feel successful, to feel confident. These are the things that really drive us. Extrinsic motivators are external ones, things like money or even our weight. And we know they're extrinsic because they don't have value in and of themselves. So for example, if I went in a time machine back a thousand years uh, with a briefcase full of money, it wouldn't be worth anything, right? Because that's not the money they used. And same with weight. If I went back 300 years ago, um, you wanted to weigh as much as you could because that showed that you had more power and money and you could have more food, right? So again, we, we want to make clear that the weight is not what you're really after. It's the feelings that you're going to get out of it. And again, we're going to explore that a little bit more in just a second. Uh, so this is so important that your weight, the goal that you're looking for needs to be congruent with you. And so a lot of times I see people choosing a weight that doesn't really work for them. And so I'll give you an example of what I mean here. Uh, I lost over 50 pounds and kept it off so I could control my weight. Um, but there was a number of times over the years where I say, well, you know, I want to get abs and um, I want to get a six pack abs. And I, and I thought about that and I would start to take, you know, actions to make that happen. And then I would always just kind of fade away and I never did it. And so I was thinking about it one time and all of a sudden I realized it and I was like, but, you know, the reason I don't care is, you know, again, I've been with my wife for 30 years. And um, to be honest, I have my shirt off about eight hours a year. So there was no value. There was no congruent value for me to have a six-pack. Yeah, it'd be cool. You know, if I could snap my fingers, sure. Yeah, great. Um, but it took a lot of work. And it just wasn't worth it to me. And so I never made it happen. So, so often I see clients I work with that if they're not reaching the weight that they want, a lot of times it comes from the idea that it's not a congruent goal with them. And then again, we're going to explore this more in just a moment. Uh, there's no absolute right answer. I want to make this clear because when it comes to your weight, it's, it's up to you. You're the only person who gets to decide what the right number is for you. And again, um, there's more to it than just the number, which, which we'll explore in just a minute. But it's so easy to want to have someone tell us, oh, you should weigh, this is the right weight for you. Um, This is how to do it. And it's easy to have someone just tell us, but you got to do a little bit of the work to figure out which weight is truly congruent, truly resonates with me. That's where we want to start with. Um, And then then finally, here before we get into this is that I I strongly suggest no matter what (laughs) um, number you choose, please choose a different number than you've been aiming for. Okay. Because so often I see people that keep 
maybe they've been trying to lose weight for years or even decades, and they have the exact same goal weight in their mind the whole time. And what happens is you start to associate that number with failure. Okay, so even if you have to change it by a pound or a kilo up or down, I'm telling you, even just one number difference, it's just a different number. It'll feel a little bit fresher. Okay, so I want to talk about whose goal it is before we figure out how to figure out the exact goal weight that you want. Because again, a lot of times our culture around us, and and it's we don't even realize it because we're just we're in this culture, uh, but it has a big impact on what we think the goal should be, and. One of the biggest things we look up to, again, unconsciously a lot of times, actors, athletes, models, celebrities, um, we're constantly seeing images of them. And a lot of times that influences what number we think we should pick, okay? But I just want to talk about, it's important to understand that they have completely different motivations, right? Right off the bat, they, they typically, again, especially with athletes and, and models and oh, even with actors a lot of times, they have a different genetic makeup than we have, right? So if you're an athlete, again, you're already starting typically um, with, a, with a certain genetic makeup. But on top of that, if you're an actor-athlete model, your entire career, your ability to make money, much of your life is based around how you look. And for a lot of us normal people, that's not the same thing, right? We don't have the same motivations, Right? We have a different lifestyle, different things going on. And so sometimes if we choose actors or athletes or models um, as, as the goal of what we want to look like, we're in a completely different situation than they are. So our, our, our motivations are not congruent. They're not the same. And so you may find that if you choose some actor or actors you want to look like um, and you never reach it, again, you're in a completely different situation than they are. Okay. Um, the next one is, again, on top of the fact that uh, a lot of times they're they're genetically, you know, kind of outliers. They are their entire lifestyle revolves around how they look. On top of that, a lot of times the images we're seeing aren't even real, right? So, so on top of those other factors, then they're photoshopped. Okay, so um, I, I'll give you an example of this too. I remember it was a couple of years now, but um, there was a Sports Illustrated does this issue they do. They call it the body issue where they get a couple athletes and they take pictures of them in the nude. And so they had uh, a guy named Bryce Harper, who's a professional baseball player. And I remember seeing his pictures and I said, wow, you know, and I was like, I want to get ripped up and, and cut up like that. And, uh, and I was all fired up to do it. But then uh, a couple months later, I ended up reading an article about how he prepared for this. So again, you have to understand right off the bat, here is a guy who has the genetic makeup to be a professional athlete. He is a professional athlete, so his entire life is built around, you know, his body. Um, but that wasn't even enough. So six months before he's going to get his picture taken, he started on a really intense training and eating regimen, right? And as it got closer to the day where he's going to get his picture taken, um, as, as it started getting close to like, like 10 days out, he started following like wrestling MMA you know, weight cutting routine, right? But basically draining all the liquid out of his body so that he was absolutely ripped up. And it was it was designed right to the minute, right? Right to the hour or two hours of the photo shoot so that he looked like that. And so here I am, you know, looking at this picture and I have no idea of what went in to make this happen. And at the very, completely not in my mind is the idea that, yes, I'm looking at that body, but that's unsustainable even for him. Right. So again, for me to make that happen, you know, what would I have to do? You know, but again, we don't think about this stuff when we see an image in, in a moment, you know, we just say, I want to look like that, you know, and sometimes that can influence what the goal we think we should weigh is. Um, and again, right along with, with kind of the culture is, is the advertising. We're constantly exposed to advertisement. And when it comes to weight loss marketing, 
we're constantly seeing really almost like the outliers. Again, these people that have gotten, you know, just absolutely, um, you know, amazing results. But we start to think, you know, again, maybe they're doing the same thing. They're getting, they're doing photo shoots. Maybe they're really preparing for this. So again, it clouds what our goal should be. And, and a lot of times it's based on the external and what we're seeing as opposed to what is the right goal for us. Okay. Um, another one I hear all the time is people say, well, I just want to weigh what I weigh when I was 18. And, you know, th- this gets into a whole nother thing. I mean, talking about acceptance of our body now, um, because, you know, you know, a lot of times I'll work with, you know, a mom who says she's in her sixties and she's got four kids. Well, to get, not saying you can't get to that weight that you were when you were 18, but most likely it's going to be a lot harder than when you were 18, right? Not, not only the metabolism shifts and changes that happen naturally, you know, as we get a little bit older, um, but you may not have the same motivations or the same lifestyle you have when you're 18, you know? So again, it's important to create a number that resonates with you right now. And, and again, we're gonna talk about how to do that in a moment. Um, and just two, two other quick ones I just want to go through is sometimes parents would tell us a weight that we should weigh. Again, they may have meant well, and sometimes they didn't mean well, um, but but sometimes parents kind of gave us a number that stuck in our head. Friends could do the same. And sometimes it was enemies, right? People trying to sabotage us and give us a ridiculous number. Um, but again, the point I'm trying to make is that we can't let other people tell us what we're going to weigh. We have to decide for ourselves um, how we're going to do it. And then finally, it's just a suggestion you picked up somewhere. Right. Literally, it could be a doctor telling you something. It could be some fitness trainer you heard, you know, an interview and they said, this is what you should weigh. And so, again, what I'm trying to say is that a lot of times the goal weight that people think is their own is not actually their own. They picked it up from somewhere outside of themselves and it's not a fit for them. Okay. So, one of the first things I think you can start with, one of the simplest things, is to use a BMI chart. Okay. I think this is a good starting point just to get you into a range, right? Just so you're familiar. Um, I look at the BMI chart as, you know, when you get into, I, I mean, basically, you know, you want to be out of the obese category. Now I'll tell you that I've worked with plenty of clients that are still in the overweight category and they're thrilled and they're happy and they're satisfied at that weight, okay? And, you know, even in the overweight category, studies I've seen have shown that, that in the overweight category, th- there aren't necessarily a lot of health implications, you know, when you get into the obese category, yes, there, there are definitely seem to be um, correlated health issues, okay? But basically, again, like I said, this is just kind of an initial start just to get a range where you want to be. And I think it's a good starting point, okay? So I think that that's okay, but it's not the final thing. And a lot of times, it's not enough, right? There's a good chance if you're, if you're a listener watching this that you have been told by a doctor or if you looked at a BMI chart, okay? But that number, knowing that number maybe you didn't get there. Okay. And I'm going to show you why in just a moment. So let me share with you what I consider the the, the perfect weight formula. Okay. This is how I suggest that people decide what the goal weight they're going for is going to be. And it's real simple. It's the weight that gives you the best quality of life, right? So think about this for a second, because a lot of times we tend to think, okay, I want to be X amount of pounds or X amount of kilos. But we got to understand that in order to achieve that, you're going to have to live a specific sort of lifestyle. And so you already know this, at least unconsciously. You know you could weigh the weight you want to be, but it's going to require you to live a certain lifestyle. And you may not want to live that lifestyle, right? <laughs> if being, you know, the weight you, you were when you were, you know, 17 years old, if that requires you to eat carrots and water, um, you know, for most of the day, maybe you're not going to want to do that. Okay, so we have to look at that side of, of things, 
right? We got to look at that side of the equation um, because the weight doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? You have to live a lifestyle to make that happen. So let, let's talk about how to get more congruent and let's talk about how to create the best quality of life for yourself. And I want you to think about it this way because when you start to reframe this process, instead of thinking, I want to be X amount of pounds, you start thinking, I want to live the best life that I can, right? What is the best quality of life for me? And it changes the whole the whole game here. So what you want to do is you want to do a cost-benefit analysis, right? And that's kind of what I was just talking about. And you want to find that sweet spot. Again, there's this, you know, if we could just snap our fingers or take a pill and pick what weight we wanted to be at, okay, maybe that, that's when we start with the actors and the athletes and the model, those numbers, right? When we were 18. Um, but that's not how it works, right? In order to be a weight, we've got to live a certain lifestyle. And so we've got to figure out where is the sweet spot where, um, you know, maybe I'm not at that low, low, low number that I've been telling myself for years, but I'm able to maintain, you know, an extra 15 pounds relatively easily, relatively comfortably. Okay. So I guess what I'm trying to say here in another way is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And I see that all the time with weight loss, where people have this extreme number. And I say extreme because it would take an extreme lifestyle to achieve it. It's like me with the six pack. Okay, so I'm at my proper weight that I feel like. But for me to achieve a six pack, I've got to give a lot more effort. Okay, and I don't, it's just not, I don't want to do it. it there's, what I get in return is not worth it to me. You know, to, to show off my abs for, you know, one time at the beach a year, who cares? You know what I mean? It just, it does, it's not valuable enough to me. You've got to recognize this because if you haven't been able to stick with a plan to get to and live at the weight that you want to be at, I promise you, it's because you're just thinking about a number and it's not valuable enough to you. Okay. So we got to recognize that sweet spot. Um, so where do you get the best return on investment of time and energy? Right. And so you can start thinking, and this is a way to do it, is you can start thinking about where you're at and where kind of the ultimate goal would be. Again, if you could just pop a pill and all of a sudden tomorrow you wake up at the, whatever weight you chose, what would that be? And then what you can start to do is kind of go in five or 10 pound increments in between and find that sweet spot where it's like, you know, maybe if you lost half of that weight, it would be a lot better and it would be relatively easy to do. And you wouldn't have to give up all your foods and all your favorite things to do. You know what I mean? You could still live a, you know, a normal life right? Because that's what we're looking for. And that's how I want you to start thinking. Because so often when it comes to weight loss, we go right to the most extreme thing. And it becomes like an endurance test. Like how long can I, can I live with this? We want to change that thinking. And we want to get into the mindset of, I want to find a plan that I can live with forever. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest too. As I get older, my goal weight's gone up a little bit, you know, a few pounds. Because I don't know, there's just been some changes in my body, changes in lifestyle. And so it's like, I... I've added a couple pounds onto my goal weight and I'm comfortable with that because, and again, it, it could, it comes and goes, you know what I mean? My, my motivation, you know, to, to live more extreme comes and goes. Um, but I've accepted a couple extra pounds in order to be able to, you know, drink some beers on the weekend, you know, or, or eat some extra things when, when I feel like it. Okay. So it's always kind of that, that equation. You want to start thinking about that. It's, it's a new way to think about it. Um, what is better at that weight? So again, when you start thinking about the weight and the way you would achieve it and what weight would kind of be ideal for you. Um, how you want to go into it deeper is what would be better? So let's just say between like where you're at now and that ultimate goal weight, let's just put it 50%, right? Even if you got 50%, right? And, and this is the way to think about it because a lot of times you say, oh, that, that wouldn't be enough. But what if you woke up tomorrow at that weight, that 50% of your weight, weight, 
okay? How happy would you be, right? What would be the benefit physically, right? How would your energy levels be impacted, right? How would your body feel? Because again, carrying that extra weight around, it gets tiring, you know? So how would your, your energy feel? How would your joints feel, you know? Um, emotionally, right? How, how would you feel about things? Would you feel more successful, more confident, happier, more excited, lighter, okay? And these are the things we want to tap into because again, remember I said, the weight is a means to an end. 300 years ago, you wanted to weigh as much as you could. It came physically, we weren't thinking, maybe you felt more powerful back then. Emotionally, you felt more successful, right? When you walked around, when you were bigger, it showed everyone that you were a powerful person that could eat, you know, all the food you wanted, you see? So again, the weight is a means to an end. And if you've been struggling with motivation, I promise you it's because you've just been focusing on the number, and the number's not enough to motivate us, okay? We got to know why we want to weigh that number, okay? And then finally, mentally. And, and I love this one because, you know, it's not just enough. And here's the thing, right? So when you want to lose weight, the physical part takes the longest, okay? So if you start eating well this week, um, you'll lose a little bit of weight, but it's going to take some time to get to that goal physically. But mentally and emotionally, you get that instant hit, right? You know, if you have a good day-to-day of eating, you go to bed tonight feeling good about yourself, right? You're proud of yourself. You're excited. You're like, wow, I did it. It wasn't that hard, right? And you start thinking about yourself differently. Wow, I can do this, right? I got, this, is, this wasn't so bad, you know? So um, when we start focusing on the mental and emotional, it's instant gratification. When you make right choices, instantly it feels good mentally and emotionally. The physical part takes a little while to catch up, but the mental and emotional parts are instantaneous, okay? So how do you want to think about yourself, Right? How would you your self-image, your identity shift and change if you were at your goal weight? Right? The, the new goal that you want to achieve, the, the one that, that fits you. Okay. And then you can think, how is it going to help your important relationships? Um, and, and then ultimately, you know, what other areas of your life improve at that weight and with that lifestyle and why? So again, this is important to understand. And this is not about, well, I'm going to look better, so I'm, things are going to be better. That's a part of it, okay? But more importantly, is how are you different? When you are at that goal weight, and not just at that goal weight, but you're at that goal weight in a, in a way that works for you, you know, you, you've gotten to your goal weight in a way that's comfortable, in a way that feels sustainable, in a way that you enjoy, because that's the secret, because then you can start thinking about, wow, I could maintain this forever, okay? I can tell you, when, when I first started, just a little bit about how I figured this all out is... She's almost 25 years now, but I was 50 pounds heavier and I was surrounded by a lot of people that were struggling with weight and I wanted to lose the weight, but I, I had an insight to get it because I was exposed to neurolinguistic programming, which is really the science of modeling. And so I went and found people that had lost weight and kept it off for at least two years. And I began talking to them about, you know, how'd you do this? And what I quickly found out is it wasn't about diets for them. It wasn't about like, like fast, instant um, results. It was about long-term transformation. It was about lifestyle changes, about becoming a different person, living a different life, okay? And so what I want you to understand is that it's not enough just to lose the weight. There's a good chance that you've already lost weight and then put it back on probably a few times, okay? So it's not just enough to lose the weight. It's about losing the weight in a way that's maintainable and enjoyable, okay? And the way you do that is by going at it this way because as soon as you start eating well and you start stringing together those days where you're eating better and it's enjoyable and you feel good about yourself, there's a momentum to it, there's a lightness to it, and it's fun, okay? This is how weight loss can actually be fun, all right? So let's talk about, again, at this point, I want to be clear, this is something you want to give a little bit of thought to, 
okay? Because this is probably not the way you've thought about your weight. You know, you, you've probably picked this, you've probably had the same number you've had for a long time. And so what I'm asking you to do is go back and think, is that, you know, what, what weight is congruent with what I want to do? How hard do I want to work for this? And, and don't feel bad if you don't want to, say level 10 is the hardest you can work. Say you want to work at level five. Great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't feel bad about that. One thing that's gotten conditioned to us with weight loss is it's all or nothing. You know what I mean? So we don't think about it at all. And then we get fed up and we do the most extreme plan we can so we can lose the weight the fastest. And we get caught in that, that hamster wheel, you know, of thinking about it and approaching our weight. So what I'm suggesting to you is that you do it differently. And you start to think about how much effort do I want to put into this right now? How much effort can I put into it? Again, there's life going on, right? And if your life, you know what I mean, if there's things going on all over the place and you don't have the energy or the, the attention to make it happen, um, take some baby steps. You know what I mean? Losing five pounds can feel really good. You know, it doesn't have to all be grand slams, okay? But spend some time and think about what would be the, what weight that I could live at forever and maintain would really give me a much better quality of life. Okay, and I want you to think about it that way. Now, let's talk about how you reach that once you get that number. And again, give yourself a little bit of time to think about it, okay? Don't, don't be afraid to, to think about it today. Let it kind of mull over. Think about it again tomorrow. Um, wouldn't be a bad idea to, to journal about it, okay? I got a, a process called self-hypnotic writing that's great for this where you really get to some of the unconscious stuff going on, and, and that's a great way to um, kind of flush out whether that weight is the right one for you, all right? But give it some thought at the very least. Reflect on it. You know, get still quiet and think about it and then come up with a number that you really, really would improve your quality of life. And now let's talk about how to reach it. The first thing I would suggest is that you make the weight loss secondary. Okay. So what do I mean by that? I was hinting at it earlier. So often we just look at the number on the scale. We get so obsessed by that number on the scale, but you're, you're missing, you're missing all the other benefits that you're getting when you focus exclusively on the number on the scale. Okay. Kind of like what I was saying. When you start, when you make a right choice, right? When you go to lunch at your favorite restaurant and you choose the salad or something healthier, um, in the moment, it's kind of challenge, right? But then afterwards, for hours, maybe days, you're proud of yourself. You're like, wow, look, I did it, you know? And so there's that instant boost of motivation, of, of confidence, okay? And so that's what you want to start looking for is building up that, that internal, the internal feelings of making the right choice in the moment because you've got multiple choice times, um, multiple chances a day in order to feel good from your decisions, right? And so if you start to kind of um, focus yourself that way, instead of just worrying about, you know, am I going to lose weight today? Am I going to, you know, and stepping on the scale and not be the decider of whether you succeeded or failed. Instead, you start to tap into how you're thinking and how you're feeling day in and day out. You know, and so you make the weight loss secondary because if you start to get excited when you make good decisions, right? Excited when you have the salad, excited when you drink your water, excited when you do the things that you know are going to lead to the, the proper weight. When you get excited about doing those things in the moment, the weight loss naturally happens. Okay. So, so put the work in and make the weight loss secondary and make all the immediate benefits that you get mentally and emotionally, let that become your focus. Okay. And physically, because if you make the right choice, you know, the, the difference between saying, you know, oh, I'm going to eat a pizza by myself or I'm going to eat a salad. Um, there's a, a consequence immediate physical too, right? And maybe not weight wise, but how you feel, right? Eat that pizza. You're kind of lethargic. You're tired. You don't want to do anything, right? Eat the salad. You're feeling lighter and you feel more energized. Okay. So start noticing the instant impacts of your decisions and, and focusing on those. 
Okay. Um, and then also focus on the other benefits of living that lifestyle, right? So again, we talked about mental, emotional, and physical, but also personally and professionally. You, when you make healthier choices, you start becoming this ideal you, right? And so in the program yourself then method, it's all based around this concept of the ideal you. What is the best version of you? And I'm not saying you're the best version because you weigh X amount of pounds. I'm saying you're the best version of yourself because you're proud of yourself. You know you're making right and proper choices that you want to make. You're being congruent and consistent with what's important to you. And then the weight loss follows, okay? So, so again, we want to start thinking, as I start becoming this ideal version of me, inside first, it affects my personal life, my relationships improve, um, I have more patience, I have more attention I can dedicate to people, um, my professional life, right, if, if you're working, that improves, you have more energy, more focus, you feel better about yourself before any weight changes, right? And if you start focusing on this, it changes the whole process, okay? Now, the next thing I would suggest to you is you split this into two goals, okay? And this is kind of what I was referencing earlier, that kind of 50% goal and then that ultimate goal, okay? So what I suggest is the must first. Now, if you want to lose 10 pounds, then you're already at your must goal, okay? But if you've got, you know, again, it's different. It depends on how much you weigh. But um, if you're in the obese category, I would suggest the first must goal is to get into, get out of that category, Okay. Um, if you're in the extreme obese category, it's to get out of extreme and just, just obese. You see what I mean? So it's relative to where you're at, but create a must goal and then a badass goal. But I would suggest you split them up in your mind. I think people make a big mistake when they have, you know, 50 pounds, um, you know, 30 kilos, hundred pounds. When they have that much weight to lose, it can feel like a long way away. Okay. And so what I would suggest is you split that up. And, you know, for example, if you were, you know, 275 pounds, maybe the first must goal is to get under 200, right? For example. Now, again, I'm just throwing out numbers. It could be anything you want. It has to be the number that resonates with you. So maybe for you, you're like, if I got to 225, I'd be, that, that would take a weight off my mind. I wouldn't be so worried about my health, okay? But I would suggest you split it up because now you have one goal that's closer that you're focusing on that's motivating you and it's, it seems closer and so it's more motivating. Once you get there, then you can recalibrate yourself and you change up that goal. Um, and now you say, okay, now, you know, again, you may say, hey, I'm happy here. Great. Okay. No one ever talks about that, but maybe losing half the weight you've been thinking, you know, for years, maybe that would improve your life tremendously. You know, I, I see so many people, again, the perfect becomes the enemy of the good. And if you lost half the weight, if you woke up tomorrow morning with half that weight gone, you'd be over the moon. Okay. So, so don't, forget about that. Don't, don't minimize the impact of that. Okay. But once you get to that must wait, then you can recalibrate and say, do I want to put extra work in to reach that badass goal? If you do, cool. If you don't, then you say, this is my badass goal. If it turns out this is my badass goal. Okay. And that's fine too. Again, this is up to you. No one can tell you what to do. This is completely your decision. Okay. And the next thing is commit to it. And as I said, it's, um, there's different ways to commit to it. And one of the big ones I like to, this is a, a concept um, Cal Newport talks about in his book, um, and, and it's called the grand gesture. And again, this works, okay? Because a lot of times, you know, if we say, oh, we've all done this, right? So, oh, tomorrow's Monday, I'm going to start eating better. We don't tell anyone. We don't really commit to anything. We just say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to start my diet and start losing weight. That's, that's an opposite of a grand gesture, right? <laughs> that's not most likely to do anything. Most likely to just forget about it. 
you know, um, you know, at worst case, and then the best case is, you know, lasts for a couple days and then it kind of goes away usually. Okay. So a grand gesture is again, committing time, you know, calling up a friend and say, listen, let's walk every morning at seven o'clock, making that commitment to it. Um, committing energy to it. You know what I mean? That's energy commitment as well. Um, money. Again, money it, money talks in our society, right? So join a gym, start a program, you know, join a group, do something, make some form of commitment that's going to hold you responsible, okay? You never want to rely strictly on your willpower and your focus because what happens is we all live uh, busy lives, Right. And so, yeah, today I'm all focused and motivated, but then all of a sudden, you know, my, my car breaks down tonight and, and the, all that stuff I was thinking about goes right out the window because now I'm just thinking about my car. You, you know what I mean? And that happens all the time. So we need to make a commitment outside of ourselves. And, and again, money is one of the best ones to do it. Uh, making a time energy commitment, you know, to a friend, you know what I mean? Or, or someone that can hold you responsible is another great way to do it. Um, and then the next, this is most important. I talk about this so much uh, at all my training is that you need to extend your time frame by a lot. And I talk about a college frame. Now, this is even, it almost doesn't matter how much weight you have to lose, okay? And I mean this because, you know, even if you only have 10 pounds to lose, if you've been struggling that same 10 pounds for, you know, 15 years, it becomes kind of a pattern to be stuck in there. And if you have 150 pounds you want to lose, you're kind of stuck in that pattern. And really what weight loss and, and I hate the word weight loss because it's not the weight loss is just the process. The real goal is to live at that goal weight forever. You know what I mean? So, so the weight loss is just a phase. And ideally, the weight loss phase is going to be, you know, relatively short. You know, maybe the weight loss phase will be six months or two years. Um, but then you have the rest of your life where you live at that weight. That's what I'm talking about when I say extend your time frame by a lot. Start thinking in a longer term time frame. Typically, people think in days, weeks, and months when it comes to weight loss. You need to start thinking in months, years, and decades and forever, right? Because you don't just want to lose the weight. You want to stay there and live there forever. And what's even better than that is to stay there and live there forever and have it be easy and automatic. So you don't have to think about it all the time. That's the goal. And so the college frame is, again, you know, if you went to college, you make this commitment and you say, it's going to be okay, two, four, six, eight, ten 10 years. I'm going to commit to this goal and I'm going to learn. And so I think a lot of times the mistake people make with weight is they say, I know I need to do, I just need to do it. And they just only approach it with willpower. I'm just going to force myself to do it. Um, I can promise you, I've been doing this for, with my own weight loss and professionally for over 25 years. And I'm telling you, this is a process of learning. It's a process of changing how you think. Um, it's coming up with new strategies. It's coming up with more congruent goals. And so it's a learning process. Okay, so you're going to make mistakes, just like in any other learning process, you need to make mistakes so you know, so, so that you can learn and grow and evolve. Okay, and so it takes more time than just say, oh, you know, next month, I'm just going to, you know, eat 500 calories a day and lose all the weight. Well, great. What happens after that? You can't live that way forever. You know, so it's not just about weight loss. It's about weight mastery. It's about weight maintenance and living there for the rest of your life. Okay, so give yourself that time. And so I, I hope you can see, I, I hope all this wraps up together. When you go back and you start thinking about what's the goal weight, it's not like just this, what's the goal weight I could reach? You know, again, I'm talking about that, that um, Bryce Harper doing that photo shoot where it was all like his whole like six months was dedicated for that one moment in time, you know? And I think a lot of times with, with weight, we kind of get that. Maybe there's a wedding coming up or some special occasion. And we're like, okay, I want to get the weight down so I can do that. And we get into this mindset. I just want to reach that goal weight. It's not enough though, because there's nothing worse than putting all that energy into losing weight and then putting it back on again, 
Okay, so I don't want that for you. And one of the ways to avoid that is to set a congruent goal that you want to live at um, that's not just weight, it's how you want to live your life. Okay, it's who you want to be. And so ultimately, again, I like to say this, that I approach weight loss as an inside-out process. And it's a process that starts by changing how you think about yourself, right? Who you are as a person, your thinking, your feeling, and that comes out in different behaviors and those behaviors end up creating and giving you a different weight. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. But it all starts by starting and deciding on the perfect weight for you. What would give you the best quality of life? All right. So so take some time, please, and reflect on it. Again, once you come up with that right weight, the one that just feels right, um, it, it can change this entire process for you, just this alone. All right. Um, so, so I hope you enjoyed this and I hope this helps you out. Um, if you ever want to learn any more, um, you know, again, I have some free tools at programyourselfthin.com. You can always check them out. And um, I wish you the best. And remember, nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Program Yourself Thin podcast with Jim Katsoulis. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to programyourselfthin.com to sign up for free tools to help you lose weight. And remember to subscribe to get notified about upcoming episodes.